the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Happy Friday. This is Andrea Kay here. Here at uh, The Answer San Diego. I'm trying to keep my energy up because it has been a long week, I got to tell y'all. But you know what? I always get my energy up. I truly do when I get to come in here and chat with you guys and spend this time with you guys. It is such an honor to be with you every day. If you're listening in your car, hopefully you're going to ease back. We had some funky June weather here today. We had some rain happening. So y'all chill. Keep it keep it easy on the way home and, and, and get home safe. And if you're listening in your car, uh, hopefully I'll make the ride home a little bit easier. And if you're listening and watching on Facebook Live, reminder that next Monday we're going to be doing the Facebook Live broadcast from the Andrea K page, so I will continue to give you to give you details there. Uh, we don't still we still don't have a huge amount of detail about what about what what went on with President Trump deciding to uh, drop the strong uh, the strike drop on Iran today, and we're going to talk a little bit about this. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, we got a great lineup tonight. We got Bob Walters is going to be here for his education segments. Uh, we've got uh, Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week later. We've got a movie review for you guys for our Friday Fun Day segment because we always like to have a little fun on Friday, particularly after a long, tough week. But I would love to hear from you, 888-344-1170. If I don't touch on any of the topics that are nearest and dearest to what you consider to be hot, what you want to talk about, call in. Let me know. Who's your Hero of the Week? Who's your Stink of the Week? And the man who's going to take your calls tonight, it ain't DJ Carrot Sticks. Oh, no. He's already been off on Friday. His Friday started last night. But fortunately for me, I got a great backup, baby. It's DJ Potato Skins. No crazy liner because I want to. I want to wish my fellow DJ in arms, DJ Carrot Sticks, a very happy birthday weekend. Oh well, you know what? Uh, he told me that he's not always about celebrating the B days anymore after they start racking up and getting past I a certain him. number, right? I hear him. <laughs> so last night I told him I said, "Well, we'll consider it, you know, DJ Carrot Sticks Appreciation Day." That sounds much better. Yeah, much better. So if you're listening, do know that we love you and we appreciate you so much here, just like I appreciate all you listeners out there. So I'm curious for you guys. Question of the day today. Are you disappointed that President Trump decided he, he dropped the the bomb drop, if you will, on Iran? I'm pleased. I, very pleased. You are because I, I'm glad to hear you say that because I saw that actually some supposedly great conservative radio minds today who actually tweeted out that this was President Trump's red line in Syria, like Obama did. I'm like, what are you talking about? Are, are, are civilians getting gassed all over the place and, and uh, with towns and children being murdered and towns being ravaged in Syria and the amass of, of weapons? Uh, did President Trump, you know, let an ambassador 
die so that they can do the fast and the furious of the Middle East and, and give terrorist organizations our weapons? I mean, Obama would draw a red line, Andrea, and then he would back down and he would draw a red line and he would back down. And Trump, he's actually doing what he said he was going to do. He's he's done with Iran's funny business. Well, we'll see what's going to end up playing out here, because I think what happened is there is absolutely nothing that is analogous to Syria and to the red line no. and anything that happened with Obama. If you are trying to go there, you're going to be really sore tomorrow from trying to twist yourself into a pretzel to try to make that analogy. Do I think that it might have been a better play to – no. You know what? I started to say maybe maybe he shouldn't have let it get, whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes away from going down, then pulling it back. No, I'm glad. I think it played out the way it did. Why is everybody – why is anybody questioning the strategy of President Trump at this point? These are the same people that questioned his campaign when he came down the escalators and said he shouldn't have said what he said about Mexico and, and illegal immigration. It helped him win. This is a man who has said that one of, he, one of his, his – Campaign pieces was that he was uh, platform uh, pieces was that he was not going to take us into endless wars. He correctly looked back at Iraq and said we should have never been there. We still have people today trying to argue that that was that was a good choice to go there. No, this is somebody that's willing to accurately look at a situation and criticize it where it, it deserves to be criticized, not just continue to push some notion because it suits, suits the party line. And it's odd today because we've got so half of Republicans saying Trump should have dropped, you know, the the done the strike, which I'm not even exactly sure what all the details were in that. Another half saying, you know, for what reason? You know, uh, President Trump says that the reason why he pulled back was that he asked a question, very specific question. He said, how many, what would be the casualty count? And when when he was told 150, which might be low, some people might say 150 ain't a whole lot of people. It's still people. It's still people. And let me tell you, remember remember all the images when, when Trump was criticized for how he was handling Syria? They were continuing to show pictures of babies and kids being gassed. So he has to be very careful. And let me remind everybody, let's go all the way back to 78, by the way. I think it was 78 when, when Jimmy Carter with the failed rescue attempt with the hostages. Remember how bad we looked there and how what the damage that did to Jimmy Carter's presidency? Let's talk about Mogadishu. You know, let's, let's talk about the criticism that came from Bill Clinton for bombing a pill factory in response to al-Qaeda. We cannot, as Major General Bob Scales, and remember to me to remember to get him on the show, as Major General Bob Scales said, we, we should not be, we need to be very strong strategic. This is not Afghanistan. This is Iran with, with major mass, massive weaponry and ability to do a lot of damage. We need to be very careful and very strategic. We need, need to not go over there and murder civilians, upwards of hundreds of them, without having a very strategic, clear goal. And I think that some people could say, well, this was a red line because it was a threat that he didn't follow through on. But you know what? There's another interpretation that's probably very clearly being perceived around the world and is that this man scrambled jets. This man scrambled jets and was about to drop a bomb on Iran, okay? And let me tell you, there are people around the world that, that, that and this is one of the benefits of President Trump being unpredictable, I think, is because it is not enough to have the weaponry that we have in this country to take on adversaries and to take down our enemies and win strategic wars. They have to believe that we will actually use those means and as of tonight we are still what was the term he used cocked and loaded and that there is no military weaponry or military tactic or or strategy or implementation that's taken off the table at this point so i think on balance uh you know if we want to nitpick our president fine you can find something to, to pick off of his outfit but on balance i think he made the right move here 
We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. If you think I'm wrong, tell me. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, Andrea K here. And if you missed the mega used car tent sale last month, no worries. You'll get another chance to see the largest, cleanest selection of pre-owned vehicles this Thursday through Sunday at SDCCU Stadium. In case you forgot, they have something for everyone's budget, from low-mileage cars under ten grand to fast sports cars and luxury SUVs. Forget the cheap suits and the hair gel of those dealer salesmen and work with the best, the mega used car tent sale, this Thursday through Sunday at SDCCU Stadium. The answer, San Diego, has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. The same patio and fireplace design center you've known and trusted for over 30 years has some exciting news. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop is now offering their expertise for your new patio, grill, and outdoor fire pit as well. After the cold, wet winter we've just had spent curled up in front of the fireplace, just imagine finally being able to spend your evenings outdoors, grilling up steaks or roasting marshmallows around your very own fire pit. The Warm Hearth is also an authorized Big Green Egg retailer, the hottest new ceramic Kamado grill. Come check it out and pick up all the must-have accessories for your next cookout with friends and family. So remember, whether you're looking for a gas or wood-burning fireplace, outdoor fire pit or grill, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio has you covered. Give them a call at 619-465-0890 or check out their awesome showroom in La Mesa at the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard. Warm Hearth, Fireside, and Patio. 619-465-0890. The Fed announced that they won't be raising rates until at least 2020, so we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right, we're back in the threes. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Ken Tyler here, president of Right Choice Mortgage, a privately owned direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that nobody else has, like mortgages for the self-employed starting in the threes. Have you recently filed a bankruptcy, short sale, or foreclosure? Even if you're one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. 
Or how about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one, starting in the fours? Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. My top agent, Sergio, is standing by at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Make the right choice. We'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NLS 1132583 and is an equal opportunity lender. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday. Got DJ Potato Skins in with me. Long week. Ready ready for the weekend. Ooh, child. Okay, what's this? Before I go into my next topic, what's this you were telling me before the break about Facebook currency? What is it? Is this like paper? And I it's forget got what it's Zuckerberg called. On it? No, I forget what it's called, but faith, Facebook is launching currently a currency that they want to take global. It'll be kind of like a Bitcoin currency, and they say that it's going to just take over the financial sector. Yeah, well, somehow it's going to have a tracking device on us. And yeah, it's good luck to, with that. Yeah, and it's it's somehow it's going to it's going to remove even more privacy from our lives. It's going to be a, like a listening device. They somehow. haven't they haven't fixed the former privacy issues. I don't <laughs> think they're quite ready for the currency thing yet. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm not. I know that I've got some Andrea K. Show listeners and friends on, on Facebook that are into cryptocurrency. I'm not. I'm not into it. So anyway, uh, but if if you've got some wisdom on that and you want to share, call in eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Before the break, we were talking about the reactions to this Iran to President Trump ordering a strike, which had to involve a whole lot of military minds and Joint Chiefs of Staff and. Uh, maybe the acting secretary of defense and just a lot of the great war minds that we have in this country, as well as a strategist. And and he decided to pull the plug in the in the last minute. And I it, Trump is a strategist there. He had a goal in this. It's what he's good at. It's what he's great at. And one of the things one of my Facebook listeners posted was an idea that he heard from Rush today that this sends a message to China. It says, hey, China, it sets up Trump in one way, even if it wasn't his idea. Uh, to do this, I mean, it's really actually a good play. The play could be that before he goes to talk to China next week and do some negotiations, he can say to, hey, hey China, you're welcome. Because you know what? I could I could be launching a strike right now against your buddy Iran where you get all your oil for cheap or whatever. And, you know, now I've done you a favor. Uh, I tweeted out earlier today. I know you don't do a lot of tweeting skins. But I tweeted out earlier today that, you know, one of the reasons why I'm glad that President Trump pulled back from doing this is because the left, the, the lefties, the same lefties who've been calling Republicans warmongers now and saying that we're, uh, you know, we're causing terrorism around the world every time, you know, we do something that takes out a bad guy. I mean, we have we have a, a, an American hero in trial in San Diego right now for stabbing an ISIS fighter. Uh, you know, we, we've got... We've got the Democrats in this country that are more sympathetic. We have a Democrat sitting on the Foreign Intelligence Committee who actually lobbied a court to go easy on ISIS fighters. And those are the, the people today that are saying that Trump went too easy, that he should he should be bombing Iran over there. I'm like, you know what? If they're pushing that he should have dropped the bomb, then that tells me that he made a smart move and not doing right. it. And you know what? As much as I, 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 I like the fact that Trump was drawing that line and saying, hey, we're, we're going to retaliate. And he did until he got the information. And just like you said, 150, that's still too high a number. So he actually has a compassion for human life. That shows a, a, right. a lot of respect. Well, and he's also strategic, too, before I move on to my next topic, because this was not Syria. They, did, they, they took down a drone. 
So the, Iran is being very strategic about what they're doing with this bait. They're trying to bait Trump into yep. doing something is what they're trying to do. And so that's why they took down this drone. So that's why Trump had to be careful with his proportionate response, and he felt that this was disproportionate. But it sent a message that this is a dude who's willing to scramble jets, and he's willing to do something. And, you know, this is not the same uh, as the red line. I got to move on because I'm really concerned about something that came out. We're suddenly having – it's June, so we're suddenly starting to have all these – uh, decisions coming out of the Supreme Court. And there's one today. You guys know that I fought fiercely for Kavanaugh against what was done to him in the nomination hearings, but I was very squeamish. Uh, my SJW meter, social justice warrior meter, was screaming at me as he defended himself in a way that was both fierce uh, in, in terms of how the Democrats were trying to persecute him to keep him off the courts. At, but at the same time, I was very concerned with his obsession with hiring women because that is identity politics. That is affirmative action. That is systemic institutional discrimination at play, in my opinion. That is feeding – that's part of the problem in this country to where we're supposed to be judging people on the content of character. We're supposed to be evaluating people on skills. If The feminist movement was supposed to be about I can do anything a man can do. So if that's the case, why are we pandering to women? Why are we telling – I got to hire women over men because I got to help them out somehow because these victims, these women are too stupid to get a job without being – about being handed to them because of their lady parts? It bothered me very much. That that was the play. Then he gets on the court. Some people, and he hires all an all women staff. That if he had done all men, if he had done, you know, if he had if he had done all white people and refused to hire a black person, it would be considered discrimination. So then we have we have a hearing today. Twice we've heard from the Supreme Court that they are refusing to hear cases. They were refusing to make a decision on whether or not bakeries and other businesses are allowed to turn down business on the basis of their religious beliefs. They're not willing to hear that, but they hear a case out of Mississippi in which a man was convicted for murder and it made it all the way up to the Supreme Court about whether or not the prosecutor did some shenanigans in order to intentionally keep black people off the jury. And um, I I can't get too long into the case here, but Kavanaugh's reasoning, he wrote the opinion and it came down 7-2. So so the the opinion itself is not all on Kavanaugh, but what bothered me was how he wrote it. Um, Because he's basically saying... That and this there was this man was tried six times and by the third trial and by the way the decision that came out today did not absolve him he is still considered to have committed these these murders so what's the real issue here this is so the real issue then comes down to social justice warrior crap that some prosecutor is required now to have a certain number of black people on a jury if we've got a black defendant where is that in the Constitution Kavanaugh says. Why did the state ask so many more questions and conduct more vigorous inquiry of black prospective jurors than it did of white prospective jurors? No one can know for certain. Well, first of all, maybe because if no, nobody, on the, nobody on the left had a problem with a virtually all black jury with O.J. Simpson who acquitted him. So maybe the reason for this had to do with these particular jurors. Maybe some of them, even some of the white jurors, had a relationship with this guy Flowers. And they, this guy wanted to know probably – well, just anytime you're doing jury selection, you've got to figure out, is there bias there? Is there a relationship there? Is there some reason why they're not valid to, to sit on this jury? 
Maybe it was something about these jurors. And, and, and why do we know that maybe, why am I using the term maybe? Because even Kavanaugh himself says no one can know for certain, which means you have no evidence. If you don't know for certain, Kavanaugh, that this prosecutor did, was discriminatory and used race alone as a reason to strike these jurors out, then what you're doing is you're doing the same thing that the left does with hate crimes legislation and what they want to do with hate speech legislation, which is coming down the road. You're getting into the mind. You're ascribing motive to somebody on the basis of no evidence, strictly on the basis of numbers. And that is that is insane to me. That is so juvenile. It's I read this and it's like I, it's like seeing these liberals on Twitter. Hat tip to to Clarence Thomas, who was tra- tra- trending today because he wrote a vigorous dissent. He said, if the court's opinion today has any redeeming quality, it is this. The state is perfectly free to convict Curtis Flowers again. Otherwise, the opinion distorts our legal standards, ignores the record, and reflects utter disrespect for the careful analysis of the Mississippi courts. He says any competent prosecutor would have exercised the same strikes as as the state did in this trial. And although the court's opinion might boost its self-esteem, it also needlessly prolongs the suffering of four victims' families. I respectfully dissent. That says it all, doesn't it? We've got another social justice warrior in a black robe on the Supreme Court. And I'm incredibly disturbed. Because coming down the road will be legislation meant to silence conservatives through hate speech legislation. And this is the same mindset that gets that over on us. It's more affirmative action nonsense. It's about identity politics being legislated from the bench. We need we need uh, we need RBG to go fast so we can find somebody to balance against Kavanaugh. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got uh, Bob Walters is going to be here for his education segments, and you know that's always crazy. So anyway, stay tuned. More Andrew K show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Do you have bad water? Water that smells bad? Water that tastes bad? Water that builds up on your faucets? 
Let Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System solve your family's bad water problems. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. That's 1-800-WATERBOY to schedule a visit from the experts at Superior Water. They'll come to your home and provide a free estimate for you to have fresh, clean-tasting water flowing from every tap in your home. No strings attached. Easy and affordable. The Waterboy Whole House System. Lose those plastic bottles. No more lifting giant bags of salt. Provide your family with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Call 1-800-WATERBOY. That's 1-800-WATERBOY today. Superior's Waterboy. Five-star ratings, maintenance-free, with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask about the Answers $500 discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY. Or visit SuperiorWater.com. SuperiorWater.com. Superior's Water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Do you work with an investment advisor or do you work with a broker? Well, investment advisors are bound to a fiduciary standard that was established as part of the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. The act is pretty specific, and it tells us what a fiduciary is. And basically, it means that an advisor must place the interests of the client first. It consists of a duty of loyalty and care, and it simply means that the advisor must always act in the best interest of his or her client. It also means that an advisor must do his best to make sure that the investment advice that is given is using accurate and complete information. So friends, do you work with a registered investment advisor that has a fiduciary standard or do you work with a broker that's earning commissions? If you'd like to talk about it, make sure you give me a call for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN. 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. 800-727-PLAN. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Jim was looking for a place for his mom, Francis, in the El Cajon, La Mesa, Spring Valley area. When I walked into Sun Garden Terrace, I sensed a real homey feel that I liked that was uh, just right up her alley, I thought. The vibrations were so good. Since Jim found Sun Garden Terrace, he gets to visit just about every day. And the price was certainly very reasonable and competitive compared to all of the other facilities that I had checked out. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. 619-464-CARE. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have y'all here with me, and I'm especially glad to have my buddy, Bob Walters, back with me. Um, it makes me happy to talk to him. It always puts a smile on my face in spite of the fact that we <laughs> we always have, like, some bad news. We got to tell y'all about what's happening in the schools, but you know what? You got to know it. You know, we, we could sit here every week on education segments and tell you guys everything is fantastic, and, you know, kids are all knocking it out of the park in calculus, but the reality is the schools have been hijacked, turned into indoctrination centers, and it, it, the more that Americans have no knowledge of this or burying their heads in the sand as to the problems that's created, well, you know, that's that's not good for anybody. And so Bob Walters joins me now, and he's got a few more topics to share with y'all. Hey, Betty, welcome back to the show. 
Thank you. Good to be here. All right. So, um, I, you know, maybe let's start with a little good news, though, because after the public has become, and not, this is not just in uh, California, but nationally, the public has become more aware of what's happening with the schools and the left indoctrination. Homeschooling spend, uh, enrollment's been skyrocketing. Tell us about that. Oh, it has. I mean, the parents, they're just so disgusted with the left-wing social engineering and the sex education and even the violence in public schools that they, uh, they're leaving. They're going into homeschooling, which is a burden on the parents, but more and more families are doing it. Really a dramatic increase in the number of kids being schooled at home and out of the public schools, not even the charter schools, but in private schools at their home. So interesting development. Well, I, can I see why. Well, yeah, you can absolutely see why. And for those who aren't really familiar with um, the the successes of homeschooling from an academic standpoint, let me tell you one name: Tim Tebow. You know, this was this was a guy who was homeschooled. I personally know people that that were homeschooled, and uh, their academics were were strong enough because they're still overseen by the Department of Education to a degree. You still have to take tests and be able to. Uh, for them to verify that you're actually learning something. And the reality is, is these kids, these home curriculums, homeschooling curriculums are more academic focused, obviously, than what's happening in the public schools or even in a lot of our um, private schools. The kids actually uh, score better academically for the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic than they do in the public schools. Yes? Yeah, that's been shown in a lot of the... uh test and results around the country everywhere and of course things like what just happened last two two days ago at the Los Angeles LA school district where they stopped the decades old practice of random check with uh, metal detectors with kids that they thought maybe were carrying a weapon and after 20 years of doing it they decided that they're not going to do it anymore in the interest of uh, fairness and love and appreciation of all the students it was supported by the American Civil Liberties Union and the Teachers Union to do away with those random searches for weapons, and that's that's ended. Wow. So here we are, post-Parkland and other school shootings happening, and not only have we not uh, – uh, I can't remember the term that's used for – uh, providing increased safeguards like metal detectors in the schools to stop because if that kid, I don't remember the name of the kid and I don't wouldn't give his name anyway in Parkland, if they had had metal detectors there, that kid might have been stopped and he wouldn't have been able to kill 17 students. In sp- you know, um, particularly since they had these sheriff's deputies down there that hit out to, you know, um, to protect themselves. So on top of the fact that we have not, which should have happened immediately after Parkland and any other mass shooting like Columbine or even uh, we had, was it, was it, um, what was the school DJ Carrot Sticks here in San Diego where there was a shooting in East County? I don't remember the name. Like a couple of see, it's it's happened far too many times. And one of the reasons why it still happens, Bob, is because we've got a gun, what's declared a gun free zone, where we've got teachers and other people not able to and peace officers not able to carry on there. Um, on top of that, we've got kids being left as a sitting duck and and with no metal detectors. And now we're, there's not even going to be searches. Well, you add that to the fact that they, they've done away with suspension of kids, unruly and, and wild, crazy kids in school. You can't suspend them. You can't discipline them. And now they stop doing the search for weapons. It just, where does this end? Well, it, where I mean, it ends is more no dead kids. There's education. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, learning. Yeah. I mean, we've got, so the left has hijacked our schools with their indoctrination 
curriculums, like we've talked about here with the state of California, which is happening everywhere, by the way, with a social justice warrior, LBGT, uh, using the school system to try to indoctrinate kids into liberalism. The worst lately been the LBGT, transgender, literally pushing transgenderism on kids. Also, anti-American indoctrination, pro-socialist indoctrination. Now, on top of it, we're a complete breakdown. It sounds like, at least in this one school district, it's going to be, it's paving the way for complete breakdown of any kind of system or order. And then it's like a welcome mat for anybody to bring a weapon in, drugs or anything else. I mean, why? I don't understand the mindset of the left, Bob, that wants to put our kids in this kind of an environment. I don't either. And and they, the fact that this students and kids in California are right to the bottom of the whole nation, it doesn't seem to bother anybody. At least the liberals didn't bother them at all. No, I, I they, they did away with the graduation test because so many were failing. Oh, okay, that's a good. That's a solution. Well, yeah, and then you know, so now we've got at least in this one, and if it's happening in this one school district, it's going to end up happening everywhere, because that's oh, yeah. and, and it's and we we have to know that because post Parkland, we still have not had safety measures put in these schools to protect children. All that the left likes to do is exploit these tragedies to try to push. Uh, gun control legislation that's only going to punish the law abiding. It's not going to do anything to stop any of these shootings on kids. Um, we uh, we know that MS-13 gangs are coming across the border as teenagers. They're going to be put into these school districts where there's no law and order. There's no searches happening, no discipline. So we are literally it's it's bad enough to have gun free zones putting targets on the backs of these kids, but now it's like we're inviting that in. Meanwhile, they're not being taught the three R's. They're not being set up academically to go on and have any kind of future. We're not teaching trade and shop classes where kids who don't want to go to college or don't have the aptitude or the academics to do it can at least get an opportunity to be exposed to something else. It's almost as though, and this sounds hyperbolic to say it, but it's almost as though, Bob, they are intentionally setting kids up for failure going forward. I think they are to make them uh, minions under the Democratic Party loyalty and control. It's just... (laughs) I, I can't believe it. So, like, they'd come out all believing socialism is wonderful and free enterprise is terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, they're getting that education from the school union teachers, and now they're trying to even ch- chop down on charter schools as an mm-hmm. option for kids. Right. Forget about shop classes. They don't even want charter schools around because it, it, it creates a competition against a teacher's union. Right. Well, and they don't. They not only do the unions not want any competition, but they don't want a competition for ideas. That's why before long, one of the, we need to get rid of the Department of Education back in D.C. and get the full control over these schools and over the curriculum back in the hands of the local citizens. And that includes non-parents. Because you know what? Out there, don't think that this topic doesn't apply to you because you don't have a kid in the schools. You're paying for it. And you are suffering paying the price for the outcome of what's happening in these schools. Because they are intentionally, I believe that this is part of the Cloward-Piven principle, which is you break the backs of the system, you overload it with um, crisis, have increase the dependency class of people that can't make it on their own and and then and as well as instilling them the mindset the government should provide everything your fellow citizens should provide everything for you and you know if you have enough citizens that don't have any skills don't have an ability to survive economically because we've these school systems has failed these kids and then they're in their 20s and either they don't have any skills or they they're burdened with three hundred thousand dollars in debt and no way to pay it off those are the people on top of being indoctrinated into socialism the more and more we have millions of those people that we end up venezuela yeah it's coming 
if we don't do something to stop it. I absolutely believe that that's the goal here. That's ultimately the end game because the end game on liberalism and, and the set it is to transform America from a constitutional republic where the freedom and the responsibility is on the individual and, and when it comes to uh, as well as states' rights, it's wanting to usher in complete control to a centralized system of power. And Americans need to wake up because they're using our kids in the meantime to do this. Eventually, though, homeschoolers, getting back to where we started, homeschoolers' uh, parents are going to, if we don't do something to stop it, there's a push right now to try to force homeschooling curriculums to include the same under the guise of anti-bullying, under the guise of uh, of Islamophobia, uh, to under the guise of equality to try to force homeschooling curriculums to have the same socialist indoctrination, correct? Yeah, Common Core and sex education, just force it on the homeschooling. And just, where does it end? Well, what happened <laughs> with, yeah, what happened with the Anaheim School District and the Planned Parenthood sex ec- ec- curriculum? What happened there? Well, well, they, uh, you might... I don't know if anybody read about it, but one of the kids was shocked and amazed because the mother was uh, aghast when she, when her son told her that he had witnessed a rape in one of the sex ed videos that they're giving to the students in the sixth and seventh grade. So how can you sit there and watch a rape going on in a mixed class in the sixth grade in, in Anaheim Union schools? It's like, what? What was the point? Why, did somebody provide an explanation for why they chose a rape video as part of sex ed? No, I guess it's one of the many uh, videos that are available for teachers to use to show to the class. You know, it, it's just like having those uh, transvestites come in and, <laughs> and and preach the gospel. Where does that allow it? It's just, I guess it is because the ACLU and the teachers union say it, it is allowed, but well, it's a shame. Yeah, th- there's absolutely no justification. I, I can't even, even when we try to figure out what the liberal game plan is, Bob, I can't figure out why they would intentionally use a rape video for that it's it's got to go towards the desensitizing and normalizing deviant behavior removing children children should be allowed to develop their own sense of modesty um some kids would be comfortable seeing first of all uh, i don't think it's ever appropriate to show any kind of sex video to any kid you, you it should be if you want to uh, teach reproduction just teach the basic facts you know, in terms of an egg gets fertilized. Uh, you know, there's absolutely no excuse yeah. f- for that. You know, it's it's like I used to go to jail for showing um, sex videos to <laughs> to teenage and younger kids. It's just the world is totally upside down. It's just yeah. we need to stop it. Well, yeah, and I think that a lot of it is ultimately it is about desensitizing. It's about sexualizing children. The sex ed curriculum that we've talked about here in California uh, at all ages is incredibly inappropriate. Um, it, it also is abusive to children in a variety of different ways, one in which even in the seventh grade, take that rape video out of it. Some of the stuff that is so – I know when I was in the seventh grade, I, I didn't even want to talk to my girlfriends about kissing a boy, let alone be forced to sit in a, in a co-ed class and have to watch a sex video. It doesn't matter what the topic of that video, if they propose um, – uh, supposedly wanted to show what not to do. You don't have to show a rape video to tell boys not to rape a girl. This is this is a really deviant, disgusting, perverted use of curriculum and exploiting children, and it's got to stop. Yeah, it really is. In fact, uh, I do want to urge all all your viewers if they uh, can get a chance on on the web. There's a, a section called Comedy Central 
dash sex education. It's really a spoof on kids, what they're being taught. And it's a comedy, but it's kind of enlightening to see. And <laughs> I was uh, intrigued by its many different issues it's got. So it's it's a free reach, Comedy Central dash sex education on the web. Well, if, and hopefully we can do something to stop all this. Yeah, and and you know what, comedy is a good way to do it because a lot of times people don't want to hear hard truth. You know, you got to reach them through comedy. Bob Walters, thank you for all you do to to protect kids out there and try to change what's happening in our schools. And you have had some success. At least you got an opt out uh, from the That's sex true. curriculum here in the California Health Framework. Thank you so much for being here and all you do. Appreciate you. Keep up your battle. Thanks, honey. Bye bye. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Hi, this is Andrea Kay for Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. They are the true defenders of our freedoms. They serve knowing that they may even give up their lives in service to their nation. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. You miss home, you miss America, you miss your family more than anything in the world. And what it means when you get these care packages, it's, it's a hug from home. It's somebody sending you something. Hey, we care about you. We miss you. We hope you're well. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 sends 10, $100 sends 4, $50 sends 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. And when you call in, dictate a personal greeting. It just means so much when they open that care pack. It brings smiles to their faces and, yes, even tears to their eyes. Call now, toll-free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And while they last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500 and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll-free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. 
Stocks had mixed but firm today. It was a strange day. Expected to be back down from yesterday's record level in the shadow of Iran and with the weekend ahead. Instead, we made another interday high at midday. China talk hopes after the vice president cancels a speech on trade policy. And it's the summer solstice. The quadruple witches were in town. Uh, They're usually bearish. Gold topped a five-year high, $1,400 over Iran. The largest oil refinery on the East Coast blew up, and that will limit supply of gasoline, raising prices in the Northeast. And closing the Paris Air Show, Airbus 595, Boeing 234. Carnival cruised down 4.5% on guidance, and it was a very strange day. Maybe entertaining those witches on the summer solstice turned them into closet bulls. Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We're rolling into our final segment on this Friday. Yeah, yeah, yes. We're about to have some fun. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, we've got coming up. We've got a movie review for you guys from DJ Potato Skins. We've got our Hero of the Week and our Stink of the Week. And if you now, if you still have the American Dream in your heart, which is still. First and foremost, I think for most Americans, the American dream starts with owning your own home, home ownership, your own little piece of dirt. Kind of like everybody's a Scarlett O'Hara nowadays. Everybody wants their little piece of Tara. We talked on last night's Andrea K. show that that this uh, real estate company had done this analysis and said that back in the 70s, it would take on average, if someone was in median median income, saving 5% every year, that it would take them on average previously 14 years to save up for a down payment. Now in San Diego, 31 years. But you know what? Here's some good news. This is what we're doing for y'all on tonight's Andrea K. Show. We got Julie Mills Brennan with me tonight, and she's going to tell y'all how you do not have to wait 31 years to buy a home in San Diego, okay? She knows about the first-time home buyer programs as well as some interest rate information for you guys, so she is here to give y'all some good news. Hey, Julie Mills Brennan. Hi. I'm so, I apologize about last night, everybody. I'm, I'm really sorry about that, but I have no, some good you, news for tonight. Yeah, that's what matters. Um, You're here with the good news, baby girl. Tell and it. And the good news is, is that interest rates are at a two-year low. So right now, they're, uh, if you go get a, uh, if you have good credit and you have, um, uh, and you're, you're a good qualifier, you'll get 3.75 probably 4%, which is a lot lower than it's been. It's back where it was. So that's good news. And the other good news is if you're um, a first-time home buyer, you can do a 3% down program. So all you need is is 3%. Or you could do FHA, which is Federal Housing Association, and that's 35 so you don't you don't have to save forever. I mean, it's it's better the more you put down, the less your payment's going to be. Right. But you know, just to get in, get in the market, you do not need to save for that. You know, 20% is that that's old school. I mean, it's it's good if you have 20%, but if you don't, you just want to get in the market, you need 3%, 3 3.5%. Or if you're a veteran or in your current um, active military duty, you can do 0%. And there are, if you are, 
Yeah, and in San Diego, are there some you know outrageously expensive pieces of property? Of course. But if you are a decent wage earner, if you are the median income in San Diego, which is what this article was based on, you can afford to buy. There are some properties. It may be oh, a fixer-upper. It may be a condo. And maybe you oh, really yeah. want you know, a home with a yard and five bedrooms in Carmel Valley. But you can buy. Yes, Julie? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to in the most desirable parts. I mean, there, and actually, there are some really nice areas out a little bit farther east, which I know a lot of people don't want to be east, but I don't know why, because it's sunny out here. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. And you can get a lot more for your money. I mean, you know, coastal is expensive. And in a lot of the areas, it's, it's going to be not affordable right. if you're a first-time home buyer and you're putting 3% down. But there's condos you can start with. There's starter homes. I mean, there's a ton of things below 500000 Right. And this article was written about the millennials because what it was saying was if you're 30 and it's going to take 31 years to save, and like in San Francisco, you're going to be 73 before you can buy. So forget whether or not it's East County versus Coastal. If you're a millennial, the point is to get in the market. Then you build up some equity. Then you're able to go from your starter home into something bigger particularly by then you're going to be married and you know have a family uh, possibly you got to start somewhere somewhere. yeah that's so that's the message here right we want to bring a little bit of good news right yeah and and actually a lot of them a lot of times you're going to be able to uh keep your payment the same as your rent yeah because rents are crazy Reds are nuts right now. So if, if if anyone's just starting out or wants to get their feet wet, give me a call because I'm I'm happy to help. And I I can I, there's even the grants we talked about before the grant programs where you don't need any money. All right. How can people get Zero. a hold of you, gorgeous? Okay. So six one nine 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 two seven one one three. I have know all the programs. I can help out. So yes. give me a call. All right. Julie's been in the biz here in San Diego. She's written all the ups and downs over the last 30 years. If you're thinking about buying, do not lose heart. Call Julie and she will help you get into a home. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I do selling too. So call me if you want to sell. Yes, absolutely. She does it all, babies. All right. She swings both ways. You have a great night. Thanks, honey. All right. Now, if you're trying to figure out what to do for fun this weekend, you think about going to the movies, DJ Potato Skins has a movie review for you. That's right. Uh, If you're into kind of the action, maybe the comic book movies that are out there, I got to tell you, recently, Andrea saw Dark Phoenix, uh, which is the fourth movie in the uh, main X-Men storyline and uh, the whole franchise of X-Men, 10th movie out. And I thought it was actually phenomenal. This is actually a very deep movie, lots of character development, but there's also lots of smashing up stuff, if you like that kind of thing. I which, do. Which I do. I think that stuff's pretty cool. Keeps you entertained. Sophie Turner is uh, the main actress in it, plays Jean Grey. I believe she's also from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, that's the one that just married the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. One of the, okay. And so she and the other X-Men, they head to space to protect a NASA project, and uh, she's consumed by this mysterious alien force. It corrupts her, turns her into the Dark Phoenix, and then the rest of the X-Men, they have to try and either stop her, save her, or some of them even think they need to kill her to get rid of the conflict. And there's others that want to harness her powers as well. But it's really a story about transformation Mm -hmm. and who you really are on the inside, which I love. I don't know, man. If I go see an action movie, I'm not not looking to see a social justice warrior. You know what? Originally, I thought that it was was going to be that, but I saw it because I do like comic books. It doesn't beat you over the head with it. It really doesn't. There's even some people that thought that it would be a very female empowerment type film, and that doesn't even really uh, kind of rear its ugly head too much. And I would probably... 
probably give it, if I were giving it carrot sticks, I would give it three out of five sticks for sure. All right, that's solid. That's solid. Yeah. That's worthy of the, I think, the admission, uh, which is usually about 19, 20 bucks to get in. And then, you know, $20 per red vine, though. That's what, that's what gets you is the snacks. And it's the last movie that 20th Century Fox is going to be putting out uh, because now they have been consumed by Disney. So Disney, if they make any more of these films, will be putting out the films in the future. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um just wrapping up a little political business here before I get into my hero of the week and my stink of the week. Great news, by the way. Um, speaking of good theater and good theatrics coming up, I'm not talking about Empire because that show was a dog in my opinion. Um, but Jesse Smollett, Mr. Actor from Empire, Mr. Bad Actor, certainly bad script writer because, I mean, he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't have written this thing any worse, DJ Potato Skins. Did you hear that uh, a judge ruled today he has called for a special prosecutor to investigate what happened with the Smollett case? And let me tell you. Didn't that, hear that, no. Now, that case was not dismissed with prejudice, as the legal term is, meaning that he can still be charged. This judge said that for Ms. Kim Fox to uh, appoint a, quote, acting at state's attorney wasn't valid because there's no such position. So he went on to say that basically this case was tried without any official prosecutor, he said, which raises plenty of questions. He went on to say the unprecedented irregularities identified in this case warrants the appointment of independent counsel to restore the public's confidence in the integrity of our criminal justice system. Well, that's a, that's a tall order because what happened here with this this hate crime crimes hoax was actually a hate crime against Trump supporters and against white people in this country, and it cannot be allowed to stand. No. And what this woman did by being in cahoots with Michelle Obama's gal was absolutely an affront to every American. We've got to stop having two systems of justice in this country. It's, got, oh, it's, it's a double standard and it's got to stop yeah this guy had quite a few little privileges that he could check off from his sexual orientation to the color of his skin to the fact that he was somebody that the obamas uh, his political circle uh gave him uh lots of privilege here and i'm hoping the the um directions i guess were wide open the special prosecutor was given a wide berth to basically take it he was basically given the same thing Mueller was given like a blank check, go forth and figure out the situation here. So this could be interesting to go forward. Um, if you're watching via Facebook Live, you can see basically I'm surmising what's happening with Biden. He's burnt, babies. Biden He's done. Is burnt. He's burnt to a crisp, okay? When you're having to call upon <laughs> John Lewis to come out and defend you against charges of racism in the Democrat Party, I mean, this is like these men who get caught, these politicians who get caught having all these affairs, and then they come to the press conference with the sad little wife. Good old Joe. Try, yeah, trying to trying to revive their credibility. Uh, that's what's happened with John Lewis coming in and saying that Biden's comments about how he used to work with seg- segregationists were not offensive. And, um, you know, basically... Goodbye, Biden. All the reports that have come out this week, basically the left has decided to take Biden out, and I think it's pretty much been successful. You know what? A lot of what I've heard, Andrea, too, is uh, Bernie's not going to get as much steam this time as he did last time around. No, there was a picture that went viral today of Bernie and Elizabeth Warren on a plane together, and basically both of them hiding at the window seat, trying to trying to figure out, looking out into the skies, trying to figure out how they're going to revive uh, their uh, Gotta Get to Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Final thoughts, Ken? 
Uh, Hero of the week, honestly, with the with what came out with Trump and what's going on in Iran, President Trump all the way. You know, it's funny because I might have to start saying that he's no longer, you can't name Trump because everybody names Trump every week. Well, I, you can't help it when the guy <laughs> is so successful doing what he's what he's doing. Good point, good point. Steak of the week is kind of almost a tie. Uh, we've got a runner-up is, I uh, know we don't have a tie. Runner-up is this woman, this advice columnist who nobody's ever heard of before, at least I haven't. Janine, Jean Carroll has come out today with an accusation of rape against President Trump. You know, so ridiculous. We're so tired. It's played out, lady. Played out just like you are, whoever you are. Um, but my winner of Stink of the Week is AOC for daring to compare detention centers of illegals who broke into our country and are here criminally, broke in, and they're being detained because they're criminals in this country. And if they brought a child with them, that's why the child is there. But, Andrea, we're not being compassionate. Right. Uh, So to compare that to concentration camps is such an affront. It's such a blatant, disgusting disrespect to the Jews, six million of which who died and for them in the, in the Holocaust, and yes, including in concentration camps, was absolutely despicable. And it just shows how low the Democrat – they this, the Democrat Party has such stench on them permanently that it's like that episode of Seinfeld where Jerry had to sell his car because the valet parker guy had B.O. Do you remember yep, that Yep, I do remember that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then Elaine couldn't get the stink out of her hair. Like she – you know, she almost had to like shave her head. I mean that's the level of stench. We have here with the Democrat Party and the AOC uh, accusation. Love you all. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Skins, for sitting in. Thanks to my guests. Thanks to all you out there. Love you all. Have a great weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.